Hello and welcome to Karen's Medical Corner. I appreciate you joining us for discussion on healthcare topics, healthcare conditions, and prevention and treatment of uh, different medical conditions. Today we're going to be talking about healthcare providers and the importance of appropriate treatment of patients. And when I say treatment, I don't mean treatment in the sense of treating a medical illness. I mean how we treat our patients. It's so important to realize that people are coming to see us because they need help. They need help with either health promotion, disease prevention, treatment of disease, whether it's chronic or acute, and the way our patient perceives us and perceives the care they're getting oftentimes helps determine their outcome as well. I decided to bring this to the forefront today and only in my second podcast because of some recent uh, issues that have come up with several patients of mine that have been very disturbing to me and it was just something that I felt uh, needed to be addressed. So as a preface, I just wanted to uh, say that I have worked with many amazing doctors, nurse practitioners, physicians assistants. I have worked in many different arenas and just a shout out to one of uh, the first doctors I ever worked with, Mario Padilla. I worked with him uh, in labor and delivery and on postpartum when starting at the age of 20 years old. And he is still a dear friend. He is an amazing provider. He has uh, an awesome uh, bedside manner and truly cares about his patients. Also, uh, same for the first uh, doctor's office I worked in, uh, Dr. Thomas Curley. He was amazing. I used to go in and watch him and assist him with patients, and I felt like that's the way that medicine should be practiced. He listened to everybody. He took his time, and patients loved him. Martha Kent, who was an MD that was my preceptor when I was finishing the nurse practitioner program, she was so enlightening to me, and she helped me greatly to... Uh, establish not only my skills, but on how to approach patients and how to talk to patients. And I think that that's really important. And I remember one of the things that she said to me before I graduated, we were talking about a patient in the treatment regimen. And she said, Karen, I want you to always remember that before you do anything to a patient, regardless if it's prescribing a medicine, regardless of how you're talking to them, what you're saying to them, what you're thinking you want to bring across to them, you have to remember to first do no harm. That's the most important thing in the practice of medicine is that we don't harm our patients. And it's just not do not harm the patient physically. Don't harm them mentally, spiritually. As we know, you can do more harm to somebody with words than sometimes you do physically. And that's well known. And what we say to patients really affects their overall health. And I think that that's why I wanted to have this discussion today. You know, I've worked with also a number of other great providers. Uh, Dr. Richard Cardell, who taught me uh, everything I know basically about ear, nose, and throat. And all of the specialists at Androscoggin Valley Hospital in Berlin, New Hampshire were absolutely amazing. Dr. Julian Rowe, who is an OBGYN in Albuquerque. He is an amazing provider, as well as Dr. Tushar Dandadi and Dr. Steve Comadina. They are 
really amazing people, not only just very good at what they do, but truly care about the field. And I would say in general that 80 to 90% of providers really want to do the right thing. They care about their patients. They're not uh, in it for the money. They're in it to help people. But you always have in every profession the bit of the bad apples, the people who give everybody else a bad reputation, people who scare patients, who have them afraid to go into an office. I'll have people walk into my office and they're literally almost shaking. And I've had patients walk in standing next to the door because they've had a bad experience at another office. And it takes time to redevelop that trust and let people know that not everybody is like that. And so I just wanted to let people and patients know that you should be treated with dignity. You should be treated appropriately, like you're human, not like you're a piece of mechanical equipment to be worked on. And so what I wanted to discuss today is inappropriate behavior. And um, I actually uh, told my patient this the other day that she had ins inspired me to do this podcast because of an incident that happened to her and she um, really came through it quite nicely. So um, this, uh, and this has happened more than once with this specific group of providers and frankly I don't refer to them at all anymore. I refer people to Denver or to Albuquerque and avoid uh, this practice entirely because I've had more than one patient tell me they've had a horrible um, appointment and just been treated like they were less than human. So um, for this story, this patient is in the hospital and she's got some serious health conditions going on and she needs to have surgery prior to, prior to having her health conditions treated. And her health conditions life-threatening if it's not treated, but so is the surgery very necessary because they can't proceed with treatment without the surgery. So she's in the hospital and she's getting a consult from the specialty group who's going to do the surgery on her. Well, she calls me on the phone and she is bawling. She is in tears and she is in a really dark place. And she said to me, she said, Karen, two of the specialists from the same group came in. Both of them said they were not gonna do my surgery because it wasn't worth it due to my prognosis on my other health condition. They didn't think I would live long enough to make it worth doing the procedure. So they're gonna leave this patient in pain they're going to leave her to the point where she can't be treated and have a chance to survive her other illness. And they've just told her that she has about three months to live. To, I was livid when I heard that. Who do these people think they are? I'm sorry, doctors are not gods. There is no healthcare professional who is a god, whether it's a doctor, nurse practitioner, or physician's assistant. Nobody knows when somebody is going to die, and that just enrages me to think that someone would have the audacity, in fact, two people from the same group, to come in and brazenly tell a patient, you only have three months to live, so we don't think you're worth it. Shame on you. You know, that is the most crass, just completely negligent and uncaring. And to me, it's criminal that you would do that to a patient. When you are treating a patient and when patients are being treated, their hope is what is 80% of a good outcome. I mean, certainly, yes, it's medications, it's surgeries, it's treatments, but if they have no hope, 
then that also affects the immune system and their fight for survival. Luckily, this patient and I talked for a while and I said, you know, why don't uh, you get another opinion? And so she had another opinion from another uh, provider and they said, yes, they could do the surgery, but it was going to be a little while. And then she called me on the phone and she was so happy. And she said, I talked to a provider in Denver and they're going to do my surgery. And she was so happy. In fact, I went to see her. She had a sparkle in her eye. I hadn't seen her this upbeat in a long time and she had hope again. And so whether or not she lives three months, three years, 13 years, 23 years, 30 years, none of that is going to be dependent on these people telling her she only had three months to live because they're not God. She needs a fighting chance to survive and thank God for the majority of providers out there who know how to treat people like humans. That is the most devastating story that I had heard in a long time, although not the first. When my dad was hospitalized with pneumonia in 2015, he had had leukemia since 2004, and every provider in the ICU basically had given up on him. And he went in voluntarily. He was intubated voluntarily so that he could fight this pneumonia. And as soon as they intubated him, they were talking to me about pulling the plug. Well, you know your dad's old. He has leukemia. His chances of survival are slim. And I just looked at him and I said, he volunteered to be intubated. You're not touching him. And I stayed in the hospital with him for 21 days. I did not leave because I did not trust those SOBs not to do something while I was gone. And that's not right. Patients and their advocates should not have to do that. And guess what? He's fine. It's 2023. He's had leukemia since 2004. He's out riding his four-wheeler. He gets up on the roof, which is really dangerous, and fixes the air conditioner. He does everything. But he wouldn't have if these providers had had their way. And again, they're not God. They don't know if he's going to survive. It was one provider at this hospital that gave my dad a chance and said, you know what, I think we should keep going. I'm going to lavage his lungs. And I had been begging for a pulmonologist to come in and been completely ignored by staff. Finally, a pulmonologist happened to be on call for the group and came in, lavaged my dad's lungs. Within two days, he was off the ventilator and he was doing substantially better. So if any provider ever tells you, well, you're not worth it because of your prognosis, you only have a month to live, three months to live, six months to live, don't walk out of that building, run out of that building and find somebody else who's going to give you a fighting chance and who's not going to try to play God and determine how long your life is going to be. Because they don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. The only one who knows is whatever's out there in the universe, if that's what you believe. You know, but we have to treat people like they're human. We have to be compassionate and patients deserve that. So I just wanted to give hope to anybody who's out there that's been treated like that before. Don't listen. Find somebody else. Find another provider. Not all of us are like that. Most of healthcare personnel honestly care about people. We want the best for them. We want them to have hope. We want them to have a good outlook because the mental aspect and mental status of the patient and the client is 80% of the fight. You know, my dad's been alive more than 20 years with leukemia, or it'll be 20 years next year with leukemia because of his attitude. He tells me, I never get depressed. He's always telling everybody, I'm going to beat this thing.
and he was given five years by his oncologist to live with leukemia and he just looked at his provider he's like nope he said I'm gonna beat this thing and so far his attitude has kept him going and going healthy he's very uh, active and I think that so many people could be like that but when you take away somebody's hope it takes away everything from them so that was the point of this podcast today it's not a long podcast I just felt like I had to put this out there because I never ever want another patient to be treated like my dear sweet patient was two weeks ago and it just makes me sick to my stomach that she had to go through that and thank God for good providers good doctors good nurses good physical therapists good occupational therapists just the entire realm of healthcare that's out there that actually gives a crap and is not in it for their ego and I wanted to wish everybody health happiness and a nice long life pursuing whatever you desire to pursue and I thank you for joining uh, the podcast today and we'll be putting out another podcast uh, within the next couple of days and we're going to be talking about um, home remedies and natural remedies for uh, treatment of upper respiratory infections so again thank you so much for joining us and I really appreciate your time